When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG's the number. Uh, as we unpack another hour on another day on a brand new Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, Bubba's back uh, for the whole show today, we hope. And uh, so we also have uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all here. Eddie Van Adler joins us with the YouTube option. Uh, and he'll break down uh, the show for you live and also be archiving it for you. A best of hour for all Blaze TV subscribers as well. Yesterday's archive of the Wednesday Bible study also there if you uh, if you so desire. So let's get him in here, the silver tongue one, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Those that just wandered by are being forced to listen beyond control of your will. <laughs> Welcome to Rick and Bubba. We'll take you any way we can get you. Right. You're at the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. The Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Mission Temple Fireworks Stand. You know, fireworks are dangerous. Yep, they'll blow up in your face. Uh, <laughs> Bubba, I, I, you know, I got here. I, I heard that everything with the crown went well yesterday, and you know, you weren't experiencing any discomfort. And I thought, well, we'll sell bus again on tomorrow's program. I, I, I get here, there's no bus, and I, I go to my office. I thought, well, you know, he's running a few minutes past his time, not late for the show. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I, I get the text, "Hey, I'm running late," and and and, <laughs> and and you are experiencing what early risers who have to get somewhere really. We, it, there's nothing that hangs over our head quite uh, like I don't know what happened with my clock. I mean that yeah. that is a you know I've been I mean, using, you didn't, you're I've here, been but using I mean, my phone. Yeah, I was late. I I got up basically an hour later than I usually do. Wow, and mm. uh, oh, you so feel my, better. Today. My alarm went off at five instead of four, and I don't know why. That's the mystery. Uh, when I got up, I, I looked at it and I thought something, but I had, I got up, went to the bathroom middle of the night. I may have done something to the phone then that 
messed it up. I don't know. We'll we'll have to reset and check it today and double check. But because hey, it, but hey, we made it. If you if it's just one hour ahead, it almost feels like that you somehow went to the alarm setting and bumped it one one number up. I mean, but how could that happen? When I remember looking at my phone, it looked like it was trying to go off and it was frozen. Oh, see, I've never had that that issue oh. before. So, anyway, the phones have been been very uh, very good to me over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to have a backup that my truck was outside the window and it would crank at a certain time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, you know, it's been pretty reliable. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, it, the, the, but the, it's good because I live so close now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even even an hour delay, I can still make it. Well, I mean, I, you have to almost consider: should you just sleep later? Well, yeah. I mean, because that the, the sleep is more beneficial than anything else. The sleep is important. There, yeah, there's yeah. no doubt about it. But I'm, I, you know, I'm kind of behind now. I feel like yeah, you know, I haven't right. had my normal cycle to wake sure. up. So I, I'll I actually okay. join the show about seven. Okay, thank you yeah. very much. So, 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 so it's the opposite of normal days where you leave the show around seven. <laughs> right. uh, so, just, or nine. I hear that. <laughs> Eight thirty. Well, yesterday seven. Well, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, uh, good. We got that glued yeah, back on. We're yeah. ready to go. Yeah. How how is all that? Not all that thing good. Everything's, Everything's good. How's, there, no how, how's how's old Doctor Abrante doing? Well, I, I saw him uh, uh, yesterday, and mm-hmm. he was doing good. And uh, we uh, we had a nice little visit while I was there, and they had me pinned down. They went ahead and gave me a clean. <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. that was overdue for that. What about uh, Dudney? Where's Dudney? Uh, I think he was London? off. No, I, I think he was uh, uh, off uh, taking care of some family business. Okay, because since you know he yeah. speaks all over the world, so I, I, he really does. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know if he was on one of those trips or whatever. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, all was well. All's well. So you're back and uh, and got to, sorry for that. But that uh, look, wow, you know it's uh, and, and it was not the uh, it was not a tooth that um, had a uh, root canal on it. They were kind of amazed that I wasn't in dire pain, and I said, "Well, you know, we're let's count our blessings, right? Yeah, or we just tough as nails? <laughs> yeah, or, mm-hmm. that's probably mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there there have there have I may been, have left that camp. There have been times, and like I said, it, it's nothing that that any of us have accomplished. We all are have different tolerances on pain, but I have had people look at me before, going, "How are you even functioning?" And I'm just like. I don't know. I mean, it seems fine. Well, uh, yeah, we, I think uh, we lucked out on this one. Yeah, well, that's so. good. So uh, so we'll break down the story since the last time uh, that we were all together. Uh, we'll get some of your phone calls in. Uh, it appears that, you know, this this had kind of become a, a running joke here at the uh, at the office. We received a children's book, and anytime something like that happens where a book comes in, we're not quite sure what it's connected to. It just starts moving around everybody's office and, right, and it's right. sitting there. Our weird picture of somebody. People or, leave it like it right, came in the mail right. for them. And yeah, and, and then finally we realize that if, if you watch uh, Laura Ingram uh, and Fox News, uh, and, and I have certainly seen him many times, uh, you're very familiar with Raymond uh, Arroyo. Uh, he comes on and does the commentaries in the little box up there beside her, and you know they did the funny joke that time that nobody got, and everybody thought it was serious. And, yeah, and, I know who you're talking about. I don't see that show a lot, so yeah. I'm not familiar. Well, you with remember his work. we played the clip, and they were doing a joke, right. And, right. And, and, and and of course, just like we've noticed trying to do this show, <laughs> people can't seem to get humor anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, but anyway, so he has written a series of. Uh, He's funny, by the way. He's a funny guy. Yeah. He's written a, a series of children's books, and we'll interview him on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, this weekend about that series and the latest one. And yeah, and he book. was actually and, at the and White House. And, of course, other stuff, too. When we did our White House uh, road show, uh, and yeah, Laura Ingram there. was doing her show there, he was actually there, Bubba. I don't know if you met we him. Met, we did meet him. Yeah, I, I remember so. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I just don't remember it. I slept like Yeah. <laughs> Just don't remember it. I slept late. <laughs> so we'll unpack all that uh, and a lot going on. Rick and Bubba, Rick and 
we're always interested, as I said, on what you have to bring to the table today as well. And uh, some updates on some stuff. I, on, I have on a going. question about something. We were listening to the show in the office yesterday mm-hmm. while I was getting my tooth work sure. on. And I heard something I'm not, I wanted to ask if I heard that right. Okay. All right. We'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, also, it looks like that uh, Rocky's brother Paulie's dead. Rick we'll be back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, I hope all of you have been listening and you understand that no matter how much this world may claim uh, that men and women uh, are interchangeable, uh, they certainly are equal, but they are beautifully distinct. And when men are given a bunch of products for, our, for their hygiene uh, that are designed basically for women, are they're not specifically designed for men, they, they don't get the job done. Uh, so you can't turn around and complain, hey, the man in my life, I mean, they, they just don't groom themselves. They don't worry about their hygiene. Well, a lot of it may be the products that, that, we're, that we're trying to use are inferior. Uh, but, boy, they can, we can be clean now. And our hygiene uh, can be just like we like it with uh, help from our friends at, at uh, manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. Go there. Uh, use the code RICK20. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped, E-D, manscaped.com. Uh, and, boy, uh, men all across the, the nation uh, are saying that these Manscaped products, uh, I, I'm loving them. Now, you can order them. I'm seeing them at some retailers lately, too. Uh, but, again, it's you know the shelf space. You, you can't find everything you're looking for. So if you want to find all the products, go to manscaped.com. Use our code RICK20. Uh, and, uh, you know, they got a fifth-generation trimmer. Uh, that, that features two next-generation uh, interchangeable skin-safe blade heads, a standard trimmer blade for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade uh, you know, for a, a smooth finish wherever uh, you need to maybe do a little, a little yard work. Uh, so uh, if you are not using this incredible product, uh, you need to go get the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Uh, it is a game-changer, and I'm telling you, that is an understatement. So uh, if you're trying to go on the go, don't forget, uh, it, it's got a travel case that comes with it. It's got a travel lock feature to avoid accidental uh, powering. And it also uh, and also are getting weird looks at the airport if you need to travel with it. So go to manscaped.com. Uh, look for right now the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra uh, with the dual skin-safe blade heads for different shaves, all at manscaped.com. Use the code RICK20. So, Bubba, um, a story that has been hanging around uh, for 18 years, uh, and that is what exactly happened to Alabama high school student uh, Natalie Holloway when she went on her senior trip uh, to Aruba. Uh, and we started being introduced to this this person. Uh, and how do you say his name? Vandersloot, but the first name is, is it? Joran. Is it Joran Vandersloot. Huh? I think it's Yorin. Yorin? Yorin. Is that how you say Yorin? Yeah, yeah, Yorin. Yeah, and uh, and so I know, Adler, you used to, you could say it the best. I I, I couldn't remember it. (laughs) No, you guys are right. Yeah, Yorin. Yorin. Yorin Vandersloot. uh, And and, um, yesterday, was it yesterday when it happened? Yeah. Uh, In Birmingham, Alabama, uh, we we had the Holloways, uh, Natalie's family, hear from the the killer. And uh, we have decided not to play the the gory details of what he ga- he gave out. I, I made the mistake of um, reading that to my wife yesterday, and she just stood there and said, "I wish you had not said that to me. I, I wish I just heard that he admitted and told him how he did it, and that'd be the end of it." So we're not going to give you the gory details. They're out there if you want them. 
but uh, they're so unsettling, uh, probably not uh, the, the best thing to do. So we're not going to do that. You can certainly find those things. But he did describe in great detail exactly what happened. Uh, and uh, we do have the clip uh, from uh, Beth Holloway, uh, Natalie's mother, uh, that they do consider this to be the truth, and they finally consider all this to be done. So here we go. It is shocking, and it is horrific to hear a killer that's describing the brutal things that he did to my daughter, Matt's sister. Today, I can tell you with certainty that after 18 years, Natalie's case is solved. As far as I'm concerned, it's over. It's over. Yaron Vandersloot is no longer the suspect in my daughter's murder. He is the killer. In the course of his felony prosecution, here for extortion and wire fraud indictment, he gave a proffer in which he finally confessed that he killed Natalie. He described when and how he killed her. He said that after killing her on the beach in Aruba, he put her into the water, and that was the last that he ever saw her. That was all verified by a comprehensive and conducted conclusive polygraph test. You will also have details of the plea agreement which was reached, his sentence of extortion, and the wire fraud will run concurrently with a sentence in Peru for killing Stephanie Flores. Mm. So yeah, you know, he's, he's, uh, he was found guilty of killing the other woman uh, in Peru. And so, but for the longest time, he would either play games with the family and claim they could find the remains somewhere and it wouldn't be there. And then he would admit to somebody he did it. Then he'd come back and say, I was just trying to, you know, yeah. whatever. But this time, uh, it sounds like uh, he sat down and he came completely clean in the Holloways, and everybody involved certainly thinks so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a tragic story. And like I say, uh, all of this very, very close to where our studio is. Uh, and uh, most of us know this family or have seen them around at some, some point. Um, but just a tragic story. Really, really tragic, and uh, I think you have the correct details. I think the, what has happened, and basically they, they went off together on the beach, and he tried advances, she resisted it, and he kicked her and knocked her out and, and beat her with a cinder block and uh, put her out in the water. Yep. It's the bottom line. Yeah. And uh, so, and I think everyone kind of figured that is, is kind of the scenario of what happened, because you remember what how crazy it was after this happened. You know, we had these two cats that he was riding around with, with suspects for a while. And then, you know, his dad, who was some kind of a, uh, official there, you know, got involved and it was weird. And he had a heart attack and died mysteriously, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, so it, 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 I can't believe it's been 18 years. She was 18 years old. And I know Beth made reference to it. She would have been 36 years old now. Yep. So. Uh, it's, it's one of those mysteries that, that finally we can put a, you know, close the book on. And it, again, it's kind of what we all had speculated at this point based on bits and pieces, but to hear it out from his own voice is, is really, really strange. Yeah. And if you want to do that, the, those, audio, yeah, out there. those audio clips are out there, but, um, it, it's just, he gets in pretty detailed that we just didn't want to do. So, so anyway, um, and then it's not in some of the national stories, but in the AL.com story, which is a news source out of Alabama, it was something that you said, Bubba, that your son heard, uh, or, or saw or read. 
that um, that Vandersloot claims that he has um, uh, been redeemed and repented and uh, and has faith in Christ, which is one of the reasons why he is telling every detail and completely confessing all. Now that doesn't mean he still shouldn't suffer earthly consequences and yep. has and, and will, and and it and it probably doesn't bring any comfort to the family. Uh, but as far as he is concerned, you know, you you hope that he has found redemption, and more importantly, well, not more importantly, but uh, as importantly, that he will take that and and, and maybe reach others and and have a life that um, that finishes um, better than it had gone, has gone up to this point. Yeah, it's it's tough to even uh, imagine. Um, it, it's but but we know that that it is possible, and. Uh, you have to, you know, take it on face value. I guess, you know, actions are much stronger we'll than words. Yeah. We'll see how that plays we'll see, out. Yeah. But, uh, again, earthly consequences. But uh, uh, hopefully that is the case. And uh, I'm I'm glad for the family now that they finally can have closure on this very horrible event that really, I think, shook everybody who's ever had a child. Uh, because, you know, this, this thing of we got to go somewhere and, uh, senior trips and all. I mean, it just it just sends chills up your spine, you know, when you know the type of evil that is out there. It does, and um, and and you know, we'll 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 see how this, as we said, this goes. It'll, it'll all it'll all come out in the wash uh, on whether this new redemption is is right or not. But I heard something, and it's something for us all to consider today. And look, th- this guy was wicked and evil. Uh, you know, if he's been redeemed, I certainly hope so. And he deserves to be punished um, completely here on earth. And, and that even to the fullest extent of the law. Um, but I know this was a plea bargain, but I'm talking about even if that wasn't the case. And um, so don't hear me saying anything other than that or right. that, that what he did was okay. I'm not saying that at all. We know it was wicked and it was horrible. But I heard something and I still have never forgotten it. And it only happened uh, in, in this past year. And I won't say who the names were, but um, there was a conversation about how can God forgive fill in the blank. And it was people who do horrible things like this, very similar to this. And the husband of the couple said something that rocked all of us. And he said, you know, when you say things like that, it just shows you don't understand the depravity of your own sin. Right. And I just went, "Mm." Uh, I mean, a holy God, when he sees the things we've done. It, 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 you know, and, and there certainly are different degrees of, of even hell and there's different, and I hate to bring it up. There's also going to be a different, not everybody in heaven is going to have access to uh, the same life either based on what we did while we were in the flesh. But, but, um, every single one of us deserves to go to hell based on the holiness of God. Well, think about it this way, Rick. Mm-hmm. We look at what he did, right? And we see how evil and wicked. It's almost like you, you were talking about with your wife. It is so despicable we don't even want to look at it or right, hear it. Right? Yeah. That's how God looks at us. Right. Before we that's were what we look like before God. Amen. So, yeah. and it, it the, the, the smallest thing, yeah. the smallest thing, yeah. or a brutal murder, all equals the same thing with him and. That's why we have to have something to correct that. Yeah, that, that's the whole reason we had to have grace, mercy, and full redemption in, in Christ. Scripture tells us the, the best of the best are filthy rags, unredeemed before a holy God. 
as Adrian Rogers said, who was one of the most powerful men of God that really was used to help me early on and has gone on to glory. He said, I wouldn't present my best 15 minutes in front of a holy God. Right. Uh, and and then you, you didn't look at an apples and apples comparison, even though it was di- for a different reason. It wasn't just random killing to kill. But can you imagine, and Ananias actually says this uh, after Paul's conversion in Scripture, can you imagine the first time the Apostle Paul walked up and he drug off your family to be killed because they were followers of Christ, and he goes, oh, by the way, I'm with you all now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, and that was something that Paul was dealing with in his life all the way until his death, and you can see it in his own words. I persecuted the church. Mm-hmm. I was there when they stoned Stephen. I stood there and let it happen. I mean, these are him talking about it himself. That's why I work Famous coat-holding moment. Yeah, that's yeah. why I work harder than the rest of them, because mm-hmm. the grace that he's shown me is not going to be in vain. So I hope Vandersloot will have an attitude of the grace he's been shown that it won't be in vain. And I think we all should uh, ask the question, is the grace we've been shown, does God see it as in vain? Has he got any return on it? Is there any thank you by the way we're living? Or do we think that we weren't, weren't really in need of that much grace? We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bubba, uh, you asked the question in the break. Um, do we need to bring in more people and charge them with another insurrection? Uh, well, it looks like we had wild protest in the Capitol yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I think uh, both sides were probably represented in this. Uh, but, uh, I mean, is that, uh, I mean, it looked like an insurrection to me. I don't so, know about y'all. Are we going to bring up charges on all these folks? Yeah, th- this all goes, uh, and we're, we're kind of working through, uh, the, there's always, and I, I find myself, and I know yesterday we, we could have talked about some of it yesterday and I was just like, eh. but because the whole thing that the, the terrorist groups, it, it's just so tired and it's so old. You know, whenever they're, you know, dealing with anybody, uh, you know, Israel or, or any of the allies, it's always they do some horrendous terrorist attack and they slaughter people. And then when, you know, Israel or any superpower responds, you know, in a, in a way that is going to uh, break their ability or their will to continue these kinds of attacks, they immediately turn and play victim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and, then, and then they start showing pictures of people. And then you have to, like what we said really to uh, the caller last hour, you know, they had the one that went out and people started retweeting it and come to find out it was actually a Syrian attack and these people were killed by Syrians years ago and people were acting like Israelis had done this. And then we have the thing about, you know, well, y'all, y'all bombed our hospital. And, right. and then we find out it was actually, a, you know, a, a, a rocket that was trying to be shot at Israel that went bad. Yeah. Uh, and, and then we claim that this was a hospital that was bombed. It was a parking lot. I mean, I mean, this and so. We're such, and no pun intended here, we're so shoot-ready aim now, and we have such bad information, and there's so much propaganda and, and out there that we even have protests that are, that where people are screaming with passion things that aren't true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's just... Uh, it doesn't take much. It really doesn't. It doesn't yeah. take much at all. So uh, I, I know that uh, you, your daughter is there in D.C. What what was she telling? Oh, she said it was pretty scary yesterday. Yeah. Pretty scary because they, they got into the rotundra. They had one group in there mm-hmm. uh, leading a chant, and then you had another one in uh, one of the smaller rotundras that are where you see a lot of the news stories done, a lot of the interviews mm-hmm. that's actually in their office building at the end right. of it. So, um you know, the here's, Cannon House. Here's here's some video yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You had about 300 arrested. 
Is, um, it, is this an insurrection? If January 6th was, is this one? I mean, well, that's it, what it, was it, being asked. Right. Um, well, sure. Let me tell you, that, that bunch ain't there to take pictures. You know? Mm. And, and what do they they want? I know that I mean, we... This is outside. They want a ceasefire, Rick. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah. It, they demand a ceasefire in the um, well, Israel-Hamas that, war. That, that's awful convenient. Uh, you, yeah, after you, they've you, done how the about damage? a ceasefire on Saturday morning a couple of weeks? Yeah. Now? How about go. that one? Well, you could have... You you wouldn't really be in need of a ceasefire if you'd never fired to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, right. So we also have 3A here. Adler, is this tied to all this? Uh, yeah. where, where we have, you know, part of the, this is part of the squad, of course. And, um, and this is Rashida. Is it Talib? Talib. Is that how you say your name? I, yeah. I can never Kareem say Kareem Skyhook. Yeah. So keep in mind, we're going to have her crying. Mm-hmm. I mean, incredibly emotional about something that is factually incorrect. Correct. And, and this is the alleged, uh, bombing of a hospital in Gaza by the Israelis, which we know did not happen. Right. Okay, and and so uh, so we're going to uh, we're it going looked to be a Hamas rocket that misfired. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so here, here here we go. Continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital with children. Oh, we were suddenly worried about children. You know what's so hard sometimes is watching those videos and and the people telling the kids don't cry and like let them cry. And they're shaking, and somebody, you know this, they keep telling them not to cry in Arabic. They do, they can cry. I can cry. We all can cry. If we're not crying, something is wrong. And so I'm telling you right now, President Biden, not all America's with you on this one. And you need to wake up and understand that. We are literally, literally watching people genocide and killing the vast majority just like this and we still stand by and say nothing we will remember this but all of you you need to know i swear to god Allah, you are on the right side of history you are you're doing everything possible to save lives what is wrong with that stop it with trying to try to politicize this Oh. See, this is the way the left always works. Yep. Suddenly, lives you, you heard her. She, she quoted little Lala right there. She did. So. Well, it looks, it, like she's, uh, it looks like she's stirring up the crowd too. Uh, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, Goodness exactly. Gracious. And then and they went, went and then right. they left there and went, went in the, the Capitol. Capitol. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got indictments right now. Absolutely, we should like be. Right, yeah, I, I want to go down this road. Just Let listen. me tell you that it was much more scary yesterday than yeah, it was on January the sixth. I wasn't scared when they were taking when they were taking pictures. What in people's it, yeah. office. Bubba, what do you think it's called if you are a, a group of people that wants to eradicate uh, Jewish people off the face of the planet? Uh, that would be genocide. And she says that we need to stop genocide. Did I yeah. hear that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what What about... Well, she needs to go talk to the Hamas bombers that fired the rocket mm-hmm. that was well, fired. Mm-hmm. Did, were there yes. Israeli people crying for their children? Yes. Okay. That's yeah. true. Um, so, um, do you think they were saying in Hebrew, don't cry, it's going to be okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, it just seems like what she really is saying is I don't care if the, if the enemies of my people, the Hebrews are slaughtered, I just don't want my people to be slaughtered. Right. Yeah. 
Well, that doesn't really sound like that's all loving and all caring. That we, just that's kind of kind of, kind of sounds like picking and choosing. What well, you saw how emotional she was when I asked about the Israelis killed after the initial yeah. raid. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she had no nothing to say about that. Here comes a, an IDF spokesperson who's going to confirm what she just said about the hospital is absolutely untrue. So here we go. I want to give you an announcement of the event that occurred in the hospital in Gaza. I can confirm that an analysis of the IDF operational systems indicates that a barrage of rockets was fired by terrorists in Gaza, passing in close proximity to the Al-Hali Al-Ma'adi hospital in Gaza at the time it was hit. Intelligence from few sources that we have in our hands indicates that the Islamic Jihad is responsible for the failed rocket launch which hit the hospital in Gaza. I repeat, this is the responsibility of Islamic Jihad that killed innocents in the hospital in Gaza. So now this time it does look like it was accidental, but don't think for a minute that these evil terrorist groups, that they wouldn't fire on the hospital themselves. Oh, no. Uh, just no. so they could claim Israelis no. fired on them. Yeah, and it also, they said it hit the hospital, actually hit the parking lot, and they said 500 were killed, and you hate anybody's killed, but of I, course, I think yeah. it was a couple of dozen and it's just all propaganda, and the 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 world media and some pretty big sources just ran with it. I mean, just blindly just repeated what Hamas was putting out. Yeah, um, the BBC, AP, um, and and the, the Speedy talks about the five hundred within fifteen minutes. Uh, Gaza put that number out. Like within 15 minutes of their own rocket hitting a parking lot, they said 500 people died in a hospital. You can't fi- you can't count that. You can't get that information within 15 minutes. Yet, like Speedy was talking about, the BBC, AP, uh, so many other news outlets put out uh, Israel hits hospital kills 500, and they and a lot of times they'll add like Gaza says mm-hmm. says Gaza according to reports from Gaza, but. Th- why are they willing to run with that that information so quickly? It shows it shows what quote unquote side they're on. Yeah, and some of their defense was, well, we were going off the source out of Gaza, whatever. Well, Hamas is in control of that source, and so that's really not a defense. It's just a it's just awful reporting. It's, we, pr- it's propaganda, what? and they repeat it. When, when, come, are, when are they going to start charging people from yesterday? I know? don't know. Probably, they won't, Bubba. Don't wait on that, buddy. Uh, we'll listen to the leader of the free world as he sets us all in a calm mode. <laughs> Sleep tight, America. Joe Biden is your president. Uh, so even He's on though the job. He's on the job. Even though there's things going on in the Middle East that have worldwide ramifications, uh, and um, know that we, we, we sent the president over there, and he's all over it. Uh, watching him mumble around incoherently and ramble. And at one point I saw footage last night. If you were, if you were another country and you had no, no idea who, who the president was, you know who you would think you're dealing with his, his staff. You wouldn't think you were dealing with him. No, because the staff right. looks like they're the ones that well, are there to meet with you. Yeah. Yep. And, and it, it, not him. So. We're now going to have him sitting down with oh. Netanyahu. Unfortunately, they've given him five by seven note cards. Oh boy! <laughs> and now this this is I want you all to think about everything that's going on now. Golly. Okay, 
and let's, this is this is who represents the United States of America, and I bet this just brings stability and peace to the whole world. Oh, yeah. So, so here we go. Taking too much time, but the point is this: that uh, um, I was deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday, and based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not not you. But there's a lot of people out there not sure. So we've got a lot, we've got to overcome a lot of things. And it also means encouraging life-saving uh, capacity to help the Palestinians who are innocent. I want y'all to, I want y'all to, I want y'all to just stay, think for, just think for a minute, go to another world. I want you to put Donald Trump in that chair. And I want you to picture Donald Trump referring to the, 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 the Hamas as the other team, like it's a football game. <laughs> Okay, I want you just imagine yeah. the, oh, out, the, the, the how insensitive, mm-hmm. how outrageous, how unbelievable. But he's going to get away with it because he has protection by most of the media here and around the world. Right now, there'll be there be there have been people being very critical of that, but but they're they're the smaller voice. Mm. There are definitely people not letting him get away with it, but but there's so many people that do, and and I guess I want to say to all of you out there. We do know that we can vote this guy out, right? I mean, the next shot we get, yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to live like this. Uh, and, and and I mean, we 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 still have the power to say this is so outrageous. You got to be kidding me. Uh, okay, so uh, this was the moment right before that moment. I, I probably should have sent y'all this clip uh, first, but this is right before that. It is just listen to this mumbling mess. Can we give him some coffee? You know. Uh, Years ago, I asked the Secretary of State when he and I were working in the Senate to write something for a man. He said, uh, he wrote a line that uh, I think is appropriate. He said, uh, it's not, we lead, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it, I'll wait later. Taking too much time. Do you remember yesterday I said I said oh he started a story and he was so disinterested that he stopped and just moved <laughs> on? Yes. That, this was it. That was it. All right, you know, so, Adler, he didn't have this again. video, Rick, but he did tell Netanyahu that he can relate to the destruction because he had a kitchen fire one time. <laughs> <laughs> Almost lost his bet. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, I, I mean, I was thinking at one point he's going to start talking about being a lifeguard again. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to somehow tie, tie, yeah. uh, tie this to his understanding of the Palestinian people. So forget politics. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. You mean to tell me you would go into a ballot box and vote for four more years of that? I, when I, we still got a year to go, which is in question, we'll make mm-hmm. that. I know some Can you of y'all, imagine what that's going to look like in five years from now? Oh, Bubba. I know if some he, of y'all. Oh, Bubba. Mm. Uh, Bubba. Huh? I know y'all think conservatives that we're all out to get you and all. I, I got all that, but we we're not worse than this. I, you, surely y'all see that. I, we I mean, ain't out it, to get you. <laughs> all right, so I did, I don't know about this one. I haven't seen. We just the, want you to get us. I haven't seen the bumbling, oh. uh, mumbling on Air Force One. He's got he's got him a, a pullover like hey, y'all Rick. had on yesterday. Yeah, he's even never mumb- wear him again. He's mumbling again. <laughs> and please focus on his staff behind him. Look, John Kirby to the well, right. They can't believe it. Oh no, and they 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 <laughs> Secretary of State the, to the left. Yeah, 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 and he here he goes. Eyes, eyes. Virtually every. Mass shooting, every circumstance where large
large number of people have been victimized and lost. I spoke with them. I spoke with them. I learned a long time ago what you've all learned in your life. Eyes. Eyes. Yeah. If someone's going through something that is beyond their comprehension, they never thought they'd have to go through. If they see someone who they think understands or maybe they're through something not the same or similar, it gives them some sense of hope. And then I always get criticized sometimes on my staff because when I go to these events, I stay for three or four hours. Oh my goodness. But it matters. It matters a lot. And, uh, and look, I'm talking, some of you have gone through a hell of a lot more than I've gone through, and a lot more than other people have gone through. And you understand. So it's just, it's just, uh, people are looking for just something to grab. Look, look at a grab. Gives them some sense, sense of hope. <laughs> and that's, if I can do a little bit of that, then. This is truly amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, he has to bring himself into every story, every tragedy, you know. Well, when he met with the Gold Star family, he, yeah. could, re- he could relate to him. Yeah. Even yeah. though his, he yeah, claims his son was killed in the war and he wasn't. But, I, want right. you, I want you guys to realize, and Speedy, <clears throat> God love you. I know. Your heart must break for those handlers because oh. they just look Did so... Did you see their eyes? They look so desperate because oh. what they're thinking They want to jump in. They just can't. Right. What they're yeah. thinking is, when is this going to end? Do you know what and, I think and, I would have done, You want to you jump in and finish the sentences? Yes. Have y'all ever right. seen the get-back coaches on the sideline yes. where yes. they grab, they grab the, the coach by the belt yeah. or the belt buckle and, yes. and they, they pull them back? Yeah. I would be back behind him and y'all couldn't see me and I'd be, be grabbing him. his pants trying to pull him back. Yes. Right. And, and up, like all of a sudden up. he would just disappear and he'd be gone. Yeah. 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 Someone else yeah. would slide right. in and finish right. the sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> Bubba made that point, Greg, you just did. I think the thing I would not be able to do, I couldn't stand there and not finish the sentence. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I would be like, what, what he's trying to say is yeah. I, Good night. The, the, that that tempo is unacceptable. Well, Jean Pierre here tries to jump in and say, right, we're, "We're done, man." Right, we, oh, we, we don't have time. Okay. It, it, yeah, it's, unless it's real. Short. It's a lead. Go ahead, eleven seconds. Okay. Let me let me cue that one up. It's, 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 wow. <laughs> it's just really it's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. It's very embarrassing. Uh, it's a big deal going on. We're going to get people out, but I'm not going to go into detail with you now. He's out of words. We got him on a word. We got to go. By the way, if you have loved ones still in Afghanistan, are you are you texting those that have loved ones that are trapped right now? Going, uh, he may say he's going to get them out, but I just, yeah, maybe they'll send someone else. Rick, I know we were about to go to another cut, but I wanted to ask you something. I yeah, was looking sure. at three D. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that Jordan three D? Did it seem three D, or could you see it right in front of you? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. right here. Right. But it's going and coming. Mm-hmm. King Abdullah of Jordan mm-hmm. will not let any Palestinians in. Correct. Egypt will not let them. Why do you think that is? Uh, the Egypt, I, 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 I don't really, I don't really know, but I, I know that there is some discussion that. Um, well, I better stay out of that. Well, uh, didn't I, Egypt's yeah. he came out and, and said why, didn't he? he and he what said he that he said that their culture and and ours d- don't don't fit. It would clash, and he says he shouldn't be the one that takes everybody in. Well, I, uh, I, I thought I, that's what he well, said. Well, listen to listen. To, let's hear the king in his own words. Right? Okay, okay. Quick. okay, this is Jordan. Okay. Yeah. Right. 
to part of the question on the issues of refugees coming to Jordan. And I think I can quite strongly speak on behalf not only of um, 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 uh, Jordan as a nation, but of uh, our friends in Egypt, that is a red line. Uh, because I think that is the plan by certain of the usual suspects to try and create de facto issues on the ground. No refugees in Jordan, no refugees in Egypt. He's saying he can't be trusted. Uh, it, it's, a, he, mm -hmm. it's kind of the current concern we have about our southern border. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of people waving at us, help me, help me, help me, who's who? Uh, and there is a – one of the, the, the inconvenient truths – about all of this, and I've heard people talk about it before, is that the Palestinians have had a very difficult time even getting their own Arab nations to take them. Well, that I mean, that even, was kind be of my even point. before this, uh, even before this, this, if this is supposed to be in general the Arab world against Israel, mm -hmm. why will not the Arab world help the the Palestinians who are in dire straits right now? They're they're basically boxing them in. But I mean that has to you have to ask that question why do they feel that way about the Palestinians? Right. I mean it, I think that's a fair question. It is. And I know yes. that the King of Jordan uh is it has a little different view than some of the other Arab nations when it comes to Israel and even Christians. And that was kind of the road I was going down. Well, uh, so none I, of them that have a border with Israel and Gaza or the West Bank feel that way mm -hmm. you know they're all they're they're kind of a few states away you know with their with their uh mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like the uh you know it's kind of like when these blue state politicians were, were declaring themselves sanctuary cities there you go they were all for it till they started showing up correct and now they've done a complete 180 mm -hmm. so well i just know when you're <laughs> there keep that in mind and there's been a lot of groups that are there when all this started out and and people that i even know personally the only way they got out safely and got home was through Jordan. Right. And so they were able to get there. So if you, if you just kind of read into all that, you can kind of see that they kind of feel they have a certain worldview that does not include trusting the Palestinians. Right. They they don't want to get in that mix, and or they may feel that the Palestinians are troublemakers and don't want them in their country. Right. You have to look at it that well, way. I mean, I, you have to ask that question. Well, if, if everybody's fleeing into your country – Anybody seen our southern border? Uh, if you don't vet them out or you, you don't make some sort of stand, how do you know who is a refugee and how do you know who's Hamas? I mean, how do you know? And not taking anybody from uh, Gaza allows the rest of the Arab world to continue to vilify Israel because they're they have, they have nowhere to go. Yeah, they have nowhere to go because Egypt and Jordan won't take them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, really, it allows the rest of the Arab world to, to continue to uh, make Israel look bad. It's crazy. Well, I mean... But these Deeds but, and words yeah, but, not matching up. Yeah, these these two countries are like... Mm. I, I think even though he talked about Egypt, plus Egypt's a little bit different too. You know, there's some of these Arab countries that have made the decision for their own ability to experience incredible wealth, modern everything, the best of the best, is to not, to your point, get caught up in all of this, we all hate Israel, we all hate America, 
yeah, look, look, look what that gets us living in tents and caves. Okay, so okay. You, you, you look at <laughs> versus middle, Qatar, yeah. where people are coming from all over to be entertained and spend lots of money. Uh, I'll say this about Jordan: Jordan is one of the more stable places. Oh yeah. Now they have some terrorists operating on the border, sneaking yep. in. But yep. you know, we could have that too. Of course, and do uh, and do have that. But but Jordan is stable. It's prosperous, and mm-hmm. so for, so is Egypt right now. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think some of these countries are saying we like being stable and prosperous, and uh, and we uh, we don't want to we don't want to get in all that. And if and if they come running in here, we're going to be in it. Yep. I'm sorry, tangent. I'm no, I agree. Uh, no, I, I I totally agree with that. Um, and this other thing is just you know us being goofy. So that that was an update. Who didn't but, love that? Uh, so the the funny names of stores and and Bubba you are the biggest fan of of, of signage that that um, maybe somebody didn't think through <laughs> right, right and um, so w- we now have are these various stores or just one store it's uh it's various stores for plus size people in asian countries uh, they do things a little bit differently oh, than this we is do good. <laughs> this is good. in america we call them big and tall <laughs> yes and, we do uh, here's just a montage of store signs in asia uh, one is called bb fat <laughs> <laughs> uh, fat girls. Wow. Uh, fatty fat girl. <laughs> okay. Doubling okay. down. Love calories. Oh, and Moo Moo. No way. <laughs> These are not real. This, is re- this isn't an outlet no mall. They're not very sensitive. This no is an way. outlet mall in China, uh, I think. Let me ask you this. Do do they have that many big and tall people well, that they have to accommodate? That's a great question. This stuff almost looks like normal size in America. Right. There, well, there you go. Reflects poorly on everybody, I think. Well, look, right. I can I can tell you about America. I can take you down the hall all the way to the end and turn right, and I can show you what we have plenty of when it comes to Rick and Bubba shirts, and that's small ones. <laughs> I, can only, sm- I can only wear so many. So small, a bunch. small a and medium. Every time we purchase small and medium, we might as well eat that inventory. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rick, you're, you're the world traveler, uh, but you would know this, I guess. Yes. People just don't eat portions the way we do. No. We, we fill our no, plate no, up. No. And, the, and other countries, they don't. You mean the, the land of plenty? The amazing yeah. thing that, that blows me away, the one that, that really blew me away on that note, was France. Because when you see the French people, here's what it appears. They don't exercise, and they eat delicious, rich food, but yet they're not fat. And so what you realize is their their portion control. They don't eat as many times, and they they and and what the actual food is is made of, uh, and and uh, it it because you know you go to some places you go well they 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 move around a lot they exercise mm-hmm. they're go getters and then you go to France and it looks like everybody just is kind of hanging out eating and drinking wine but they're not fat. Now, France yeah. is not in the blue zone. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the uh, you know that's a good question. Yeah, uh, that Netflix, Netflix series. Yeah, that Netflix series. But uh, but it is it is amazing. Uh, but most of it is you you don't see around the world. And I know some people don't like this phrase, or some guy that freaks out every time I say it. I mean it to talk about what I know that all food can be processed to some degree. He, some reason, some guy hates when I use the label processed foods. But but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in America. When we went through the depression, and then people started coming up with cheap food that people could could buy lots of, that's when we took the turn away from what I would say is from farm to table, right? And we started coming up with food made in factories uh, that was that you could put in cans and it would last forever, mm-hmm. or you know whatever, and real cheap and inexpensive. 
when you go around the world, people don't eat that stuff. Uh, they they you mean like spam. They, yeah, and in the mm. places where they started eating that stuff, and those stores got there, they start looking just like us. <laughs> wow, you even see that in that documentary. Yeah. So when y'all uh, were in France, did you did y'all eat three times a day, or did you see most just eat twice? Most eat twice, and they yeah. they, I tell you where they <laughs> don't really double down, which defeats everything you've ever been told. They don't go heavy on breakfast. It's it's a real light breakfast if they fool with it at all. Hmm. So, and you would think that's the completely opposite of what you most important yeah. meal of the day, really. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but, but they, the French don't think it is. Uh, but they uh, they eat even though they eat a lot of bread and everything. But they they eat so much fish. Uh, they love fish, a lot of fish, a lot of fish. It's a yeah. Where was those yeah. blue zones again? Put that back there. Yeah. It is blue zones are regions where a okay. higher than usual number of people live much longer than average. These are the five major blue zones in the world. They have the most one hundred year plus people. Yeah. Cool. Uh, their 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 lifespan much lo- much longer. They all appear next to water. It looks yep. like yep. Mediterranean diet and, and good habits. Yeah, yep. and work hard. They don't stop yes. working. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You you know that um, yeah we all have certain things that annoy us and uh, Greg has lots of things that annoy him. Uh, but there's you know, five of them right here. You have these things that you can you can let go and you can get around. Then there's the, those that are non-negotiable. And you know, for me, one of those, you know, I, I don't enjoy the Halloween time of year at all. You're going to have a little shindig? I, I don't like it. I, one thing is because we never know how to just stay in the mode of fun. Everybody has to get weird with it. And again, this year, I'd like to thank some of my neighbors for alerting me that I should be concerned about you. Uh, and you, I mean, the way people go now with some things they put out in their yard on their house, I just go, I, I can't even believe that y'all sleep at night with that out there. I know. Uh, I, on it, my way home, there's one. It's unreal. And but you know that the I budget that, they must have. You know, I have a real yeah. disdain for the when the play on uh, with with uh, retail places where they're having a spooktacular oh. sale. <laughs> spooktacular. <laughs> I think I may. Have, I, I think I may have just seen another one. Uh, there was a bunch of women in a neighborhood doing the thriller dance. Calling themselves mombies oh, that's instead funny. of zombies. Oh, that's yeah, so you ever see Speedy that. do that now? You, you see why I hate this time of year? I saw that. They do three shows a night, right? Yeah. Okay. The mombies do. Okay. The mombies. All right. Well, that's that's spectacular. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Yeah, well. Uh all right. So but but you know, we were discussing and and there's there's you know, things that can happen on the show and it can get real heavy and the world can be real heavy. And every now and then we just have to say we need a break from all that, and we're just we need something stupid, or we need something that's just nothing but fun. And I know that we've shown this video. I bet you we've probably shown it even more than once in the past. We'll repeat one. Well, yeah, but this one we acknowledge we're repeating, and we're going to keep it. I'd like to see you keep it, Adler. Time. I think we we'll get past at all. I want you to keep it at all times, like hot kit. Yeah, hot kit. <clears throat> because okay. anytime we're feeling a little down, I want to see uh, an athletic fat guy doing flips on a diving board. All mm-hmm. right. And, oh, yes. um, and so, uh, so, so this guy owns me. Oh, you can't beat that. Yeah. And, uh, and so he's, he's not just a little bit large. He, he's, <laughs> uh, he's toting a, a lot, but he, there's he's got and, the form. And Greg, I know you are a huge fan of athletic big people. Oh, there's people. nothing funny. Look, look, look how this. smooth he is. Rick? Wow. I mean, he's, he's, awesome. look at this. He is smooth. <laughs> Man. That's <laughs> impossible. I mean, look, look at that. <laughs> right. A gainer. Amazing. That board's got all he can handle. If what? we knew his name, he had to be small oh, and younger. Oh my goodness. Wow. Did you see that? Well, he had to be half. small, younger in life and just put the weight on. You, you know what I mean? Think? Or just, he had to be. You got to stay active if you're going to be that large. I'd like to 
see him. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to. That was a half I wish, twist. I wish this so badly that this was Chris Wood. <laughs> I did too. Everybody I know, know where he's at. Oh, or I, Bubba. Yeah, yeah, I do. Let me tell you something. Do y'all see it's called Beast Valley Dive Club? That's hilarious. Let me tell you what no. I would love. I'd put him at a two technique, and I bet that son of a gun he's could move up and down oh, the line. Yes. You know it. He's got to be bumping 400 easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know Man. Yeah. The Look amount at, of inertia. He is extremely athletic. He can he, really touch him toes. I bet some people <laughs> thought that the SeaWorld show was back. <laughs> hey. Well, then, well, he jumped up and rung a bell. <laughs> a huge toothbrush. <laughs> How about this? I, since we can't have Shamu, anymore they need to hire him and just yes. let him get on the diving board that's yes. a great idea just let him do tricks off the diving board yes. he's athletic that's amazing are you saying yes to that splash zone watch <laughs> the board watch the board how, how far it is oh, those are man. stiff boards those boards are really stiff oh, the board's going Why won't do you think he, do you, a, I like when he gets all that girth <laughs> moving oh, man, man it, it pl- he's got it he's got it rotating doesn't he do but, you yes what I'd like to see him do, though, is just like a can opener. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, can you imagine wow. the splash he would get? He's doing really athletic things, and I, that's crazy impressive. But just for his girth, say, just give us a, good, a can and bar or a can opener. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's see one of those. I'll take a preacher seat. Do you think oh, he's one of those, two that the doctor dreads him every year at the checkup because yeah. all, of his numbers, <laughs> all of his numbers come back great? Yeah. And yeah, the doc- he wants to get on him, and he can't. Yeah, the doctor <laughs> wants so bad to tell him he's going to lose weight, and then he just shows him this video, and he goes, for what reason? Yeah. <laughs> I, I already jogged four miles a day. All right, let's sit down. You know what I'm going to talk about. And uh, look, the picture of the doctor, he's ready to get on him. The nurse comes in <laughs> and hands him the paperwork says, look, let's take a look at it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, well, it's good to see you again. Everything uh, looks yeah. good. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's like um, the story we did yesterday on Tommy Lee of Motley Crue said he drank two gallons of vodka a day. A day. I don't for think years, that's humanly possible. And he goes and gets a scan, and the doctors are going, you're you're healthy. Your liver, everything looks great. No and way. He said himself, wow. he said, I asked him, are you really looking at the right thing? Yeah, you sure? No, no, no. So I saw so, that story yesterday. Yeah. Y'all did it in the kickoff hour. We didn't do it in the big show. I kind of doubt it, don't you? And he says he drank that much, but he claims the doctor says that his yeah. liver has not been damaged. Now, he's, yeah. now this is years ago. I liver process two how do we say two gallons two gallons he yeah. said the gallon just and it's been years since that's happened he's been sober but you would think there would be permanent damage you need six they, livers he said to they do told that. him that he was he was healthy everything looks great yeah i don't know about cirrhosis so i could be way off here but bubba you know we did know because of bubba's situation that the liver can re regenerate regenerate yep. can it regenerate from that mm. you i don't see how you could filter two gallons a day i don't either. through anything you know, I mean, you need a steal to do is that. Is he exaggerating? Let's say he's exaggerating. He drank a gallon a day. Well, I That's think, his, still I think his, his fourth wife backed him up on the on the yeah uh, on the the claim that that his liver scan came back clear. He just said he'd get bored and all day he'd just make him a little drink throughout the day and he'd go through a couple of gallons. But like he even said himself, he said, "I told the doctor you you may have me mixed up with somebody else." And I said, <laughs> "No, this is actually Two you. everything gallons. looks good." I'm like you, but I don't know how that's even possible. Yeah, I don't either. I mean that's and oh, and good. I know that your body develops a, a tolerance. You know we, I mean unfortunately I've known some of them. Uh, you know, there's there's the binge person that pitches all these things and tears everything up and gets sent in jail. You know, drunks and alcoholics. But the high functioning alcoholic. Have you ever been? Have you ever known one? Yeah, they, they, it's, they're it's, normal. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, they're still in trouble and they need help. Oh yeah, because they're they addicted. They're well. addicted, but to you alcohol. don't know. You don't notice. It. But they are. They're high functioning. They go to their jobs. They do everything. I mean, it's and uh, but they do have to have it so they don't they don't have a meltdown. It keeps them level yeah. and it keeps them smooth, and that's the hardest part for them to to beat it is because they have to go through a period of time where they don't have the control they actually had when they would just keep yeah. getting those drinks every day. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's just terrible. You don't want that. But it, it, a high functioning alcoholic is, uh, it, it's very, I mean, they're, they're out there. And uh, so it sounds like he was able to function. Yeah, yeah and evidently must have. And it didn't mess his liver. Up. We, you know, what we need to do. That's that's amazing. We need to get Tommy Lee's liver, and and do something it. with it. Needs yeah. to be yeah. a take a little paint off of it. It needs yeah. to be yeah. grow grow something in the lab. With Can that. we grow one? Huh. Uh, 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 <laughs> off would it would it make a whole liver if we just took some of it? Isn't that crazy? Um, Stick it to the back of a mouse. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Seen that before? <laughs> <laughs> like growing oh, stuff on mice's back. Oh yeah, well, isn't that weird? <laughs> Uh, find out what's going on in Rick and Bubba land by going to Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and dot com. Uh, all the information there for you. Bubba, we got something going on from Canada. 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 What? Ba-da-dum, ba-da-dum. Let's go. Everybody. Come on. Hey. Uh, so the Canadians, you know, they, they've tried all the leftist experiments. And, uh, of course, it's led to a, turning their country into a disaster and their cities into a disaster. Uh, and uh, as soon as the Canadians are allowed to go through the border uh, on a vacation day, they usually go over to the evil United States of America to actually have a blast. Uh, but anyway, um, there, there's even people in Canada saying we we implemented all these things because we were wanted to be perceived as being all loving and all caring, mm-hmm. and we some of us are admitting this 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 all sounds good. Hmm. It's just been a disaster. Well, now people are saying they would like to um, they would like to run against Trudeau Trudeau uh, and remove him. Uh, and you know about Castro's boy. Here is a <laughs> here is a candidate. Uh, who wants? I, I can't. Uh, is it uh, Pierre Polivier? Maybe something like that. Go with it, Rick. Uh, he is wanting to run against Trudeau or Trudeau Trudeau, um, and, <laughs> Rudy. and he is talking with one of the far left journalists. And what I love is not only does he dememolish all these ridiculous views by the left, he's eating an apple while he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. he brought, you know he brought it to the interview. He's asking the reporter, "Walk that out for me." Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? Hey, where, who are you talking if about? You, if you want to watch, give me an example. If you want to watch a leftist panic, make them actually substantiate their narrative. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Um, on the on the topic, I mean, in terms of your sort of strategy currently, you're obviously taking the populist uh, pathway. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> well, ap- appealing appealing to people's uh, more emotional levels, I would guess. Um, I mean, what certainly, do you mean by certainly that? you Give certainly you tap certainly you tap uh, very strong ideological language quite frequently. Like what? Uh, left wing, you know, this and that, right wing, you know, I mean, it's that, that type I of ideological thing. I never really talk about left but or right. Anyways, a lot I don't of people really believe in that. Okay, a lot of people would would say that you're simply taking a page out of the. Donald Trump. Uh, book. Like which people would say that? Well, I'm sure <laughs> a great many Canadians, but like who? <laughs> I don't know who, but well, you're um, the one who asked the question, so yeah. well, you must know somebody. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sure there's some out there, but anyways, the, the point of this the point of this question is, I mean, why should why should Canadians trust you with their vote, given you know? Not not just the sort of ideological inclination in terms of taking the page of Donald Trump's book, but what are you also, talking about? What page? What page? Can you give okay. me a page? Give me the page. You keep <laughs> in, saying in terms, that. in terms of ter- turning things quite dramatically in terms of of Trudeau and and the left wing and all of this. I mean, you 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 make quite a you know it's it's quite a play that you make on it. 
So I'm, I'm just not wondering. sure. I don't, under, I, don't, I don't know what your question okay. is. Then forget that. Why should Canadians <laughs> trust you with their vote? Common sense. Okay. Common sense for, for a change. We're going to make common sense common in this country. We don't have any common sense in the current government. You know, the guy prints $600 billion, grows our money supply by 32% in three years. That's growing the money eight times faster than the economy. No wonder we have the worst inflation in four decades. I'm going to cap spending, cut waste, so that we can balance the budget and bring down inflation and interest rates. You'll want to be able to pay your mortgage again. You want to be able to afford rent. Then you have to vote for Pierre Polyev because I'm the only one with a common sense plan that will bring back the buying power of your paycheck. I like him already. Uh, is, I wish I was having lunch with him. <laughs> I wish he all, was in America. Yeah, yeah. I'd vote for him. He's tearing up that apple. Can first be, of all, great can, voice, by the yeah. way. Can he be Speaker of the House? <laughs> there you go. Listen, him eating that apple and, and, and keep. <laughs> Pal didn't know what to do with it. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, forget that. But did you notice? <laughs> did you notice the difference? when the reporter kept speaking in these real huge general phrases yeah. mm-hmm. and he asked him to be specific, he couldn't. However, when the reporter told him to be specific, he walked it out in about Perfect. what? <laughs> uh, minute and a half? It wasn't that yeah. long. It wasn't even that long, was it? So yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, yeah while well, eating that, an apple. That was good. <laughs> That's the best part. What, what do you mean by what page? Give me that page. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is saying that? Well, well see, people, what, what, what the reporter people? is trying to do, people. he's trying to accuse him of something with his question. Right, yeah. of course. He's trying to already paint him in a corner. Well, you're a Donald Trump wannabe copycat. Right. And why should we vote for you? Right. Well, no, you, what, what do you mean? Do what pay? Yeah. Explain mm-hmm. what you're asking. If you can't do that, yeah, you can't just if you say can't it. give a specific, then it shows really what the reporter was all about. He's tr- he's trying to push an uh, agenda, not interview the guy. That was great. Now we come back to the USA, MSNBC <clears throat> number six, uh, Mr. Adler. Uh, he was talking about Canadians. Would the Canadians like to be able to afford their mortgage again <laughs> and, and come off uh, or, or their rent? Well, MSNBC, not exactly a bastion of conservatives. Uh, a 30-year fixed rate has now eclipsed 8% for the first time since 2000. Here it is. Yes, I thought you were going to say it. I'll say it 8%. The 30-year fix has jumped 20 basis points just this week as investors digest stronger than expected economic news. So now we have an 8 handle. Compare that to just 3% two years ago. What that means for a person buying a $400,000 home with 20% down is they are now paying about $1,000 more a month today than they would have just two years ago. Wow. That's big. Everybody still loving this Bidenomics? Everybody still all in? Man, seriously. Uh, so Bidenomics. Uh, I, I want to compare I want to compare what the guy in Canada said to the US. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Over the past two years, Biden administration, the money supply, the amount of money that's printed and out there is up forty percent. Forty percent. Do you wonder why we have inflation? Right. Too much money chasing too little supplies and services causes the price to go up. That's eighth grade uh, civics. I I don't know why this is so complicated. The answer is what he said. You cap spending, you try to get the interest rates down, and you you grow the economy without spending more money at the government level or printing money. And that's how you catch this up. That's how we did it under Reagan. That's we got to do it again. And you got to do it carefully or you can, you can throw the economy off the other way. Don't miss 
that if you bought a $400,000 house, okay, the, for you to get down to $1,000 a month more, you're still going to have to pay 20% down. Mm-hmm. Anybody got that laying around? Mm. That was the thing that used to, when I was first starting out, that I was the most terrified of. I, I, I would get into some finance thing, but when they would say, well, you're going to have to put some money down, I'm like, money down? Yeah. Do uh, we... <clears throat> That, that's amazing. That clip shows all of that, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, so there you go. Uh, are are you still feeling good about Bidenomics? I mean, do you want to pay more? I mean, just two years ago we were at three percent. Two years ago. So, hmm. uh, so there you go. Bottom of the hour. Your phone calls are next. Thousand dollars a month change in that payment. That's yep, wild. yep, yep. Uh, let's uh, let's chat with you at eight six six. We be big. All ten lines are available. You don't have to comment on this. You can comment on anything you want to, and we'll chat with you next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. To the phones we go. Eight six six. We be big. And let's see where to start. Let's go to John, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. John, how you doing? Welcome to the program. Hey, guys. The guy that you just featured is Pierre Polyev. He is the leader of the official opposition of the Canadian House of Commons. He's, not, he's already in an elected position. He's not running for anything. But under the Westminster style of politics, what he's trying to do is force a vote of no confidence against the prime minister. And if that happens the prime minister must resign. Somebody else gets put in his place and they become the prime minister, or he's going to try to force a vote, um, correction, a, not a vote, but a force the governor general, which is the vice regal representative to the king, King Charles III, to dissolve parliament. And if he does that, they, then they'll hold a snap election. So when he says he's, run, quote, unquote, running for office, he's trying to get the governor general or the king himself to dissolve parliament so that they can do a snap election, and if they can get the majority, of, his party can get the majority of seats in the House of Commons, he would become prime minister. And that's when he would cap this, and because he was talking about what he would mm-hmm. do, but that's the only way he would get Correct. the authority to do it. What you just said, all that. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What, now, what, what are you saying? The representatives to the king are they still? What, what's that deal? Yeah, they're they're still okay. So. So the the, gov- the Commonwealth realms, especially the, those that are under the constitutional monarchy of Great Britain, are represented by an individual known as the governor general of that nation. So they are literally the the vicar or the, the, the again the vice regal representative to the king. So the king can't be everywhere in at all positions of the world. So they have somebody in their place to kind of handle the affairs in the name of the king. Now, here's one thing about the about what uh, Polyev talks about. In a lot of the main cities in Canada, it used to be where you could pay off a house in 25 years. Now it's taking Canadians 25 years just to pay off the down payment. Mm. Wow. Well, that's an ugly situation. Now, how do you know so much about Canada and the way their government works? Well, oddly enough, since I think our um, system of politics is rather depressing, I watch YouTube on CPAC or the Canadian Political Action Channel, and they have this thing called Question Period at about one fifteen every day, and I just sit back and watch it, and you just kind of learn something. How about that? Well done, John. Uh, I don't know why you want to learn important things while you're listening to this show, but I hope you're taking something from this. I I guess my question is, though, why does Canada still have that? Are they still technically under uh, Britain or somebody? Yes, yes. 
Canada. And if you look at the other government realms uh, or the Commonwealth realms that are still tied to the sovereignty of Great Britain, they have this same system of politics. So uh, it's either they, you know, dismiss, you know, like a lot of nations in the Commonwealth are starting to break away and declare independence. Um, and they, but they still maintain that same system of government. Um, I don't know why, but it's just, it is what it is. I guess if they don't think it's, you know, broken into their part, they're not going to turn right around and fix it. Thank you, John. Appreciate that. That was very, very insightful. It was. It was. That was uh, something. We continue. Uh, Suzanne in Huntsville, 100.3 The River. Suzanne, go ahead. Hey, guys. I have a guaranteed way to get a Speaker of the House. How's that? You bring, every, bring everybody in there about 6 in the morning. All you have is coffee, donuts, granola bars, water, and chili. And then you lock the doors. Nobody gets to go to the bathroom until they've elected the speaker. <laughs> that should do it. Memphis, Tennessee. I, I come, wish they'd hold their paychecks. Coming to see UAB this weekend. They'll also see Speedy. And uh, Brian, go ahead. Hey, Rick. Uh, surefire way for you to get the floor model next time. I'm really kind of upset that you didn't think about this, oh, uh, but in the midst of, of the chaos, I can I can see why. This is straight out of your old playbook as we get older and use the wallet. They had two items in stock, correct? One in the inventory and one on the floor? Correct. You buy them both and then return the one that was in inventory. There you go. But then the low house you use their you own policy. Yeah. You use their own policy against them because guess what you can't return? The floor model. Oh, well, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I guess you just have to take the one in the box back. Yeah. You know, that is a brilliant plan, and that is one side, you're right, of me. But the, you know what always defeats the other Rick is no hassle, but you Rick. Do it before you you do it before you leave the store, okay. Rick. I get it. The okay. Hassle. Okay, good, good. All right, and that's good because you, you, you so go you, from the checkout stand to the customer service before you even get to the door and say, you know, my wife said we only need one of these. Sorry. Uh, need to return this. That's good. That is good. <laughs> yeah, I should have thought of that, but you're right. We were in chaos at the time. The but but let me tell you, of all the Ricks, the one who rules that kingdom is no hassle, Rick. Yeah, he, he gets a, the final vote. You, he has the final word. <laughs> uh, we we continue. Let's go to um, uh, Rachel in Starkville, Mississippi. Man Church Conference coming March eighth and 9th. Tickets are moving now. Rachel, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all doing? Good, we're great. We're great. Um, so y'all are talking about Mary Ritten and her, her making that they raised 150, uh, whatever the Four, amount was 450. For, her, for her medical bills, 100, 400, 450. Yeah. Um, that's probably not going to even cover a band-aid. Did we just lose Rachel? Wow, that went away. See, the medical. Yeah. Big Pharma got big her. Big Pharma got her. Mm. Come on. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to Mike in Montgomery. I-92-W-L-W-I. Go, Mike. Mm. Mike. Mm, boy, I tell you what. Mikey. Yikes. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mikey. Hey, Mikey. Quick, play the Canadian again. Coldman, Nick, hmm. go ahead. He wasn't Canadian. Hey, guys. Um, my question is, in, in the long run, do you think that Biden and the Biden administration is going to eventually get us involved in this war to where they can't do a new presidency election? Because I've always been told that as long as we're in a war, we can't have a new election. No, I, oh, I don't think that's right. That's not true. Yeah, we had an election during World War II. Yeah, that's not true. No. Yeah, what what you are remembering correctly is that that card has been played before, uh, and uh, it was it. Who was it that said in our current situation? Uh, I think I just need to stay in as president, and he got his way. Was it Eisenhower? 
No, was no. it? The, I can't remember. Was we it had anybody modern do it. Well, Roosevelt yeah. kept getting elected. Right, they even yeah, changed yeah. the rules right. after that. So. Yeah, but no, if we're at war, we'll still have an election. Yeah. Uh, if and, it all, unless it's physically unable to happen, you know. Uh, let's go to Russell in Sweet Home, Alabama. Russell, go ahead. Yes, sir. I just want to thank you for fixing a problem I've had. It's been frustrating when the show is done each day trying to figure out what to listen to. And I recently started listening to your series on Revelation. Oh, thanks. And it has filled the rest of my day and just made every day so much better. And I really appreciate you. Well, that's kind of you to say that. Uh, yeah, you know, our, our YouTube channel is you know, chock full of all kinds of content. And a lot of people have found that Bible study the very same way that you have. And we've got some incredible testimonies that go with that. So, Russell, thanks. That's kind of you to say. Uh, 866, we be big. Uh, let's go to uh, Foley, Alabama, where Chris is standing by. Chris, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing good, guys. Hey, listen, real quick, like I just wanted to touch base on the alcoholic addiction. Yeah. Uh, I'm a reco- I'm a recovering alcoholic. I drank all my life. It was mm-hmm. a severe situation. I prayed to God, and God gave me the courage to get sober. I checked myself into a retreat, learned more about God, and found out that God's all I need. Yeah. I have been sober for four years, one month, eight days, and I get up every single morning for the past four years. And I read the Bible to my wife, and I hold her hands and pray with her. And never did that before I found God. Never did it when I was drinking. I knew God, but I didn't do it when I was drinking. And when I got sober, I had to get rid of some things and and get new things. And one new thing was Rick and Bubba. And you guys have brought me along for four years, man. You know, I got tears in my eyes now, guys. I'm telling you, my life is so much better. Because I've got God. Amen. I just wanted to say to you guys, thank you so much for your daily, uh, your your daily reprieve. Whatever it is that I'm getting out of this is good. <laughs> wow, Chris, mm. that, wow, that that's is awesome. let me that's tell so you, good. yeah, uh, whatever you, God may have done through this show for you, He used you today to encourage us. Yep. Mm. So we're even. Thanks, Chris. That's that's really cool. So, Bubba, a couple things uh, that we that we were talking about. You know, I meant to tell you, do you know anything? Now, I'm not, I, and I'm not asking us to discuss it. I'm asking us to go and check on it or maybe have it on tomorrow's program. Are you familiar with compressed air engines? No. Do you know anything about no, compressed not, not that air engines? All right. Hmm. So the CEO for Jeep, and I'm not asking us to find it now, but something to maybe think about because I, I, I I'm being that guy right now, asking us to find things that we're not prepared uh. to talk about. But the, he says that the compressed air engine will destroy all electric vehicles. I am. It'll be far that. superior to the EVs. Hmm. So, uh, so anyway, right, uh, that, that, yeah, that's that's out there. Maybe we can put that and get it together and be ready for a presentation tomorrow uh, on the, on the next show. But we uh, did that one story where the guy made it out of uh, like it was beer. The motorcycle. I remember that. The beer, mo- yeah, motorcycle that beer shooter, yeah. This yep. guy is calling the compressed air engine, and this is the CEO of Jeep, and says this is going to be superior to even the EVs. Hmm. So Look there, out. There, so we'll see. Uh, Bubba, you mentioned this. Uh, a new poll showed that Trump and Biden are neck and neck if they were running against each other in 2024. What's that day? But unfortunately, <laughs> they think this Robert F. Kennedy Jr. independent move is going to hurt Trump. 
Yeah, Mo- you, more you than might, Biden. You might think that he would, uh, you know, trim off some Democrats, and he will some. Mm-hmm. But it appears that the Democrats once again stay together and support Joe Biden. Oh, of course. Even if they don't like him or think he's unable to do it, and that that while he will trim off a few of the demos, he will actually trim off more people in the middle moderates who might be Trump voters. Mm -hmm. So the basis of the story is that RFK as a third party candidate will hurt Trump more than he will hurt Biden. You agree with that? I don't know. Well, it's, it's hard not to just because the modern, and we're talking about the modern, the modern, uh, progressive left person, they are locked in on ideology. They couldn't care less who the candidate is. And I will say that uh, those on the far right probably are the same way. Uh, but it's that 8% you keep talking about. And will they will they drift more to a Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. versus a Trump is what they're basically saying, right? Yeah. Uh, but because, look, there, there are people that you could have Lucifer uh, <laughs> run for the Republican nomination and Lucifer run for the Democrat. And there's, would you say, 45% to 40 Forty-five to forty-eight, 40, right off the top, right off right. the top, and they're going to vote for the party, and they're going to vote for that ideology, even if it's Lucifer himself that says that he will implement it. <laughs> right, that really is true. So I mean, you got about five percent in the middle that will right. decide it all. Right. Right. But you got to you got to have that solid forty-five or forty-eight. You right. know, the politicians will usually try to shear up what the you know their their base they call it. Mm-hmm. with the red meat issues and then they will try to grab that in the middle but sometimes you 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 know you make people in the base mad if you go too far in the middle and right. vice versa that's right well we see that happening with the speaker right now yep. uh netflix whoever the guy is at netflix or the lady that said i think that if we will go out and crack down on password sharing uh that we can that we can really help our company if you were the person that took that on and you've pulled it off, you are celebrated at the office today. Oh, yeah. Netflix has added 9 million new subscribers solely by cracking down on password sharing. Yeah, and you know there were people saying, look, we're going to lose people if we're too too brutal with this. They're going to go somewhere else. And uh, she said, no, let's let's see what we can do. So it has gained them a lot of – there was a lot of password sharing going on is what it, what it basically mm-hmm. said. And, and the Speedy, point – Speedy asked me for mine all the time. Right. <laughs> I'm tired of it. And you, you made the point just then, Bubba. If the product is good enough and people love the content or they love the food or whatever the product is, yep. what if they love it – you know, this thing, and there always is the where you outprice yourself, but what Netflix is learning, their low-end tier was too was priced too low. Yeah. Because they said even when they increased it, they still picked up 9 million people. Right. That reminds me, I need to cancel my account. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he's got to do that. Bubba, you mentioned NFL legend uh, Terrell Owens hit by a car. What? Yeah, how about that? Hit by yeah. a car. Yeah, after, after a basketball game in California. Uh, it says he was struck by a vehicle. In the middle of the street. Well, uh, he was leaving, I guess, uh, and said it has been. It's been investigated as an international act instead of an accident that somebody hit him on purpose. Well, somebody yeah. didn't agree with the way they he got, got in an ar- down to during the game. Yeah, he got in, trash so him out. He got in an argument with an unidentified individual during a pickup basketball That's game, funny. and when the game ended, the unknown male drove a car toward Owens and clipped him. Uh, he said he didn't suffer uh, any severe injuries. Uh, declined medical attention, but it is acknowledged that somebody that he trash talked in the pickup game wow. clipped him with their car. 
<laughs> so, hey, he didn't get nice. he, couldn't, he couldn't let it go. Said it was not accidental. Look, I've been in these pickup games. It can get it mm-hmm. can get it can get intense in there. Yep, and, it can. Uh, to me, that I enjoy that. That's part of it. I I love to give each other a hard time. Not you know, not when the guy hit me with his car. I probably no. stopped doing that. But, He's still in really good yeah, shape, so it probably helped him. When he got hit, I mean, he still looks like he can play. No, yeah, I mean, he's he's uh, kept himself in shape, so uh, he's okay. But uh, it it is interesting to note that somebody got so mad in a pickup basketball <laughs> game they tried to run over Terrell Owens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm mad at him. I mean, he, he, he must have been trash talking. Yeah, yeah I've really? heard. Of, I've heard of no blood, no foul, but this is ridiculous. Uh, all right. Okay, there we go. Thanks for being with us. Uh, for some of you, we may be wrapping up our time together, and if that's the case. We sure have enjoyed it, and Lord willing, we'll give you another show tomorrow, uh, and we'd love for you to be with us. If you are just kind of gathering Rick and Bubba content on your own time, uh, enjoy it. You can find all that audio on our podcast channel and video on our YouTube channel. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.